What's up, people? Welcome to our brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Greg Romero Wilson, one of the funniest people alive. My top five. How are you, brother? How was your weekend? Dude, it was crazy. Um, <laughs> so uh, I had a show Friday night, right? Um, in Alpine, California, which is like 20 minutes from Mexico. It's like, uh, like towards San Diego, right? Right, but, right, right. And like the back of a of a restaurant and it, it, the guy's a nice guy the guy Wes he pays all right and it's one of those oh yeah Wes Sample I think his name is yeah 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 Wes Sample nice great guy so yeah. I, I bring my buddy Aldo and uh who's another I could go off for hours on Aldo but he's like you know character so it's one of those shows where there's no stage like literally no stage you're just standing there in the back you know with like a hundred people you know and um people just start walking up to me like during the show, like these, these, like, these, like home, these, like, like bros wearing tank tops, just walk up to me and they're like, yo, what's up? Good job. Good job. And I'm like, there's great security here. Like, like nobody's even stopping them. And they seem like, like nice guys, you know, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, <laughs> you know, ever since like the Will Smith thing, you don't want these guys just walking right up to you. Right. So like, I actually have it on tape. I'll actually, I'll like, I'll like play the tape. Hold on. Let me see if, let me see if I could share a screen. Cause I feel like a lot of these times when I, I like tell these stories, they're never as funny as like when you were there, but um, we go share screen. Uh, where's McCorkle by the way? Uh, here we go. And here, can you see? This? I'm sure he thinks it's tomorrow. Yes. I'm seeing it. All right. So here, all right. So first this guy comes, right? <laughs> so I'm like, how's it going? What's up, man? Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Great security here. Okay, so, just got, came from January 6th meeting. What the fuck was that? I guess a tank top didn't come with muscles. Yes. No, not you, you're fucking fat. <laughs> Okay, Greg, can you, uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, so, so that was ridiculous, right? But then it gets even worse, right? Just when you think like, okay, all right. So then, uh, then, and th then this other guy starts wandering around. Uh, <laughs> the owner, right? You know, I, 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 hate, I hate for our, our fans or our listeners, I don't even know if they're fans or just listen out of morbid curiosity, but uh, I hate that they've heard me say it so much, but you don't have to take every gig that's offered to you, man. You're unreal, the shit that you take sometimes. All right, please, show us the rest of this incredible show. Although I love Wes, I'm sure it's a fun show. But. So, okay, so then, 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 okay, then this happens, right? So then watch this. <laughs> So, so then this guy's walking around. Scout of glasses, right? This is the weirdest fucking shit I've ever had in my entire life. I mean, it looks like a great little room, though. 
It's like if the Verizon guy was a surfer. All right, so, all right, so, so now, now there's a guy who looks like the Verizon guy. I see Wes. He's right there. Uh, walking around, and the guy's got uh, the guy's got glasses. Let me see. I mentioned I'm like recording this. All right, so, and the guy's got glasses, and he's like uh, a screen share, and he's kind of a good-looking guy, but just like for some reason he's just wandering around. All right, now there you can see it. Okay. Yes. Sure. What's up? You're the manager. Uh, can I corner this real quick? Okay, guys. So let me give you be very clear on something real quick. Okay. They have a major DUI checkpoint up here. I don't know if they've announced that or not, but I'm getting texts and calls. So I highly recommend if you've been drinking, go that way. I know. I'm dead too. Okay. So just looking out. Go that way. Much appreciated. Yeah, that's it. And they well fucking enjoy your time. That was the weirdest commercial I've ever had in my entire life. You know, and is that guy is, is that guy a hero or is he an asshole? Because he's like, if you've been drinking, go that way. <laughs> not, not don't drink and drive, call an Uber. It's like, yeah, nothing. It's like, if you've been drinking, go that way. Yeah, yeah right. Got a major DUI checkpoint that way. And I like, why did he have to interrupt the set to do that? Why didn't he just wait till your set was over? Oh, it did. It gets more ridiculous. Okay, hold on. Um, All right, keep going, please. Just fucking, guys, just, there's an there's a undercover cop right there. So you have cocaine, throw it over there. <laughs> God, I miss cocaine. There's a girl giving out blowjobs. She has herpes. So wear a fucking condom if you fucking Just going to do more fucking strange PSAs. If anyone wants to embezzle money, talk to that guy over there. There's a dog fighting ring down the block. Make sure you fucking don't bring your puppy over there. Okay, bring your puppy over there to pet smart and uh, get him a toy. What kind of fucking weird ass fucking bar are we at? And who's texting that guy saying there's a fucking DUI checkpoint? Are people going by there? Going, I gotta text the owner. Uh, so, so, I mean, it led for a great comedy bit. Totally, it sounds like I mean, you know, it was best part of your show happening right here. But, but then it's like I don't know. But I said, okay, so then just what I think. Okay, this can't get worse, right? This can't more. I mean, it was fun, but can't get weirder. Those fucking three guys come back, right? So watch this. So there's no stage. No stage. There's no dress code here. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you? Go get him. All right, so, all right. And so where's this a runway of fucking? Oh, this guy takes his shirt off. Watch. That's great, I'm watching. You. Wow, you're ripped, man. You're. That's how I do it. It still doesn't get pussy. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? That guy's going. He got naked to get no car with his two buddies. Just saying that. Like, hey, dudes, want to see some abs? <laughs> These guys are like, fuck yeah, ookie cookie tonight. <laughs> hey, guys, make sure you drive that way. <laughs> nice. Look at the audience go wow. The, the audience goes wow. So, yeah, that was, uh, so that was my show on Friday night. It was just like, oh, man. Uh, hold on. Let's see what we got. Here we go. I, I I know I don't have to take every every show. You're right, but like at the same time, 
I don't understand why that guy would interrupt the middle of the show to make a DUI. And the other guy just takes his shirt off. <laughs> it's like bar shows, man. That's just the way it goes. You know, I did a weird show out in the desert. Oh yeah. And, how's that? Uh, How'd that go? You know, it was one of those things where like, okay, you look at it and you're like, what have I done? What am I doing? The, just to, just to share. They, they didn't have, like they have a room for you to stay in that's in the, in this building, <laughs> but the shower, <laughs> there's, no sh- there's an outdoor shower. Oh my God. With like, 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 like tarps set up for walls and stuff. Like essentially like something you would like, like out of Forrest Gump when they're in the jungle. <laughs> they had oh wow. Like that. That's what they had for showering. All you think was, thank God I showered before I left. Oh my God. I would hate to, because usually I'd, I'd get there and I'd take a shower, kind of refresh myself, get the road off me. I was like, not today. No. You know? And then the restroom you had to use, the restroom they had available to you was also the restroom available to the audience. During the show, so imagine that you're the restroom that you're supposed to use as your as your overnight restroom is just the one that thirty other people are using during the show, fifty other people during the show. So that was uh, slightly disconcerting. Um, but then the show again, it's this tent in the you know on this you know area of dirt, but they have it really well set up, good lighting, good sound, and everybody was there to see comedy. And of course, you know I'm so weird. I'm, I'm such a low stakes player. When the stakes are the lowest, that's when I'm at my best. Because yeah, <laughs> I, I, I had the best show of my life. I, was, I mean, I, went, I think I improvised for like an hour and a half. It was fucking phenomenal. We had the, an incredible time. And, but I mean, it was, you know, I, this is one of those, I don't have to say. Did you, did you uh, record it at least? I did. I, well, hopefully I forgot to hit, I forgot to start the camera when they brought me up. And then I'm on stage about 10 minutes into it. I'm like, oh my God, start the camera. Now, it's not a sophisticated camera. All you got to do is open the thing and press the record button. But I don't know if anybody figured that out. And I haven't gone back to look because I'm afraid that they did it. So I don't know if we caught this because there was so much wild stuff that happened during it. It was a completely improvised show. So, So, um, Sean, you missed it. I I don't know if I want to play the whole thing again, but I I was doing comedy outside in a bar on Friday night. (laughs) And the owner of the bar takes the microphone from me halfway through and goes, I have an announcement with a DUI checkpoint right over there. So if you're going to get drunk, make sure you go this way, yeah. which, which I followed by like 10 other horrible PSAs. Like if anyone wants yeah. to buy cocaine, do it from that guy and not that guy. <laughs> and if you're going to for money, if only ever that easy, dude. And, and then these three like bro guys walk past me and uh, at the, like, there was no stage. You could just walk right up to me. And they're like, take care, take care. And I was like, oh, give it up for the guys, you know. And the guy takes off his shirt and starts flexing. And I'm like, you just got naked to get into a car with your two buddies. Uh, uh, and I told him to go that way. So the place went ballistic. But yeah, we're yeah. talking about those kind of shows we've been having. So where were you? Why are you late? I wanted to show it to you. Uh, I'm feeling great today, man. It's a long story. So yeah, it's, uh, I've been really nauseous all day. So I don't know. It's something else. Oh, so, so you're being sarcastic when you said that? Because I was going to be like, good, finally, some good no. health news from the Because no. honestly, you, you don't sound like that was the case. And so <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, maybe it's just well-rested. Maybe that's what it is. But, uh, no, no, you're not no I'll, pro- I'll probably be taking a couple of throw-up breaks here uh, during uh, the uh, podcast. And so. Now, is this the same sickness that you've been dealing with for like the last week or so? 
Yeah, they got me on different medicine, man. It really affects me. Like the side effects stink, man. So it's like uh, I don't know. It's uh, my body doesn't digest the stuff real well. So it uh, it is what it is, though. It's either that or feel shitty the other way. So it doesn't really matter which one you do. So. By, by the way, we watched Buzz Lightyear last night. Uh, Father's Day, I took the kid to see Buzz Lightyear, and uh, my wife said that, my wife said that you remind that you remind uh, her of Buzz Lightyear, but because you're that just, I do, yeah, because you're just so stubborn. And then the guy just he just kept going and going. He's like, I'm gonna. He has, he like basically gets whatever. I don't know, you know, everyone to lose the plot, but he gets stuck on a, on like a, a world and he has to keep trying to break the sound barrier over and over until he can finally do it, kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and he says, I've never seen any of those movies, so I don't know. I just know that Tim Allen and I's previous careers were similar. I heard. Was he a bank robber or something? No, he was no, a coke still, dealer. Yeah, he's still coke. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, he went to jail for like three years for it, and then that's when he, he came out and, of course, decided, you know, now now I'll do comedy. So He was on Norm McDonald's <laughs> podcast, and Norm wouldn't quit bringing it up over and over again, like dealing cocaine, like how it works and how much you make and stuff. It was great. And did he, like, want to talk about it? No, right? No, he kept saying, thanks for bringing that up. I thought I'd finally moved past it after 30 years. And he just kept bringing like, he just kept, uh, like, you know what I mean, making every analogy to dealing coke. It was great. Well, Sean, I wanted to give you a, hold on. So, Sean, this is what I had I had to deal with real quick because I, I I like I purposely wanted to get your reaction to this. Watch. So, can you see it? Yeah. All right, watch. Uh, has anybody seen Wes? Can, can we do? Something? I see Wes. He's right there. Where I don't know where where did Wes go? Where is this karaoke comedy? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> sure. What's up? You're the manager. Oh. Right, this real quick. Okay, guys. So let me give you be very clear on something real quick. Okay. They have a major DUI checkpoint up here. I don't know if they've announced that or not. But texts and calls. So I highly recommend if you've been drinking, go that way. Yeah, I know, I'm, 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 I'm dead serious. Okay. He's like, no, no, I'm serious. No. This is a, go that way. I don't mean it. Go that way. Yeah, that's it. And they, well, fucking enjoy your time. Thank you. Thank you. That was the weirdest commercial I've ever had in my entire life. Isn't it funny how the best stuff is the real stuff? Like the real stuff is always the funniest because he was dead serious. Yeah, for sure. Maybe fucking sleep in your car. Fuck it. I don't know. This is the weirdest fucking shit. Guys, there's, there's a there's an undercover cop right there. So you have cocaine, throw it over there. There's a girl giving out blowjobs. She has herpes. So wear a fucking condom if you fuck her. I'm just gonna do more fucking strange PSAs. If anyone wants to embezzle money, talk to that guy over there. So I just kept going on for like 30 minutes of this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. He was dead serious though. He was. He was completely fucking serious. So if you're gonna drink and drive, drive that direction. <laughs> uh, you guys watch the fights? Please tell me you watch the fights. Yes. So no I saw the main card. Sean, you don't watch one fight. I didn't know it was on, man. Uh, like when they um, actually somebody asked me for a gambling pick on it, and uh, that's the only reason I even knew it was on. Like they're doing a they're doing a belter type job of marketing these cards, man. <laughs> well, you know what it is? They're just it's every fucking week now. So they yeah. don't even have to announce it. You just know that Saturday there's a UFC card. I mean, they there it's a it's become an every week thing. And as much as I've complained about that watering down the product, lately they've been hitting, you know, well, some this, really this, this, great. This, yeah. 
This one was good, Sean. Like, they had, um, this one was great. All right, let's talk about that a little bit. First of all, uh, it was like, watch your favorite old-time fighters get the shit beaten out of them. That was like the <laughs> theme because there were three guys that just got fucking murked by like young, hungry guys. I don't, and uh, man, first of all, Court McGee being one of them, uh, Court McGee just got flatlined. He, he went in there and just got, it was rough. That was hard to watch. Uh, the Court McGee one. Uh, Cody, uh, Cody Stamen destroyed Eddie Wineland, who finally retired. Uh, I thought he was. <laughs> Boy, when you beat somebody out of their career, that is quite a beating. Dude, it was. Uh, and then, uh, well, first of all, the, the main event was Calvin Qatar versus Josh Emmett. A lot of people were complaining and thought Calvin Qatar won. I was watching it while watching my kid and playing Barbie. So I, maybe I'm not the best thing. But from what I heard and from what I most of what I got, Emmett won. It seemed like Emmett was landing the harder shots and uh, maybe Qatar was landing the more volume, but I didn't think it was that much of a robbery. I thought, I, well, the most surprising thing was that Emmett thought he was up for one. Yeah. that was It's like, point. come on, you're not up for one. Number one, look at your face. Yeah. And number two, it does demonstrate once again, that they definitely put more weight on power shots over volume. Because if you win on, uh, if you scored it like a boxing round, where you were giving him points yeah. on connecting those jabs, K Cater won easily three of those yeah, rounds yeah, and yeah. should have won it. And that's how it wound up a split decision. I think was that was he was getting the points for those jabs because though and it, these were not like light jabs. I mean, he was connecting. But Emmett, but Emmett landed the harder shots. I feel like Emmett but that's M. You're a hundred percent right, Emmett. When he would unload, I mean, it was fury. It yeah. was with anger. And a, you can tell that they, the other two judges clearly weighted those over the volume of cater. And, that, and that's I, what it came down I gotta to say though. You know what? I kind of agree with them um, because uh, I don't know about you, Sean. I just think the guy who does the more damage should win the round. What do you think? I don't know. I'm just glad that the one pick I said it was a sure thing on the card was that uh, Taylor <laughs> would beat Emmett. And that was, the, that was the betting pick I gave the other guy. And I told the guy, Kevin Holland should win, but would probably lose because he loses every third fight or whatever, you know, or every fourth fight he should win. So, yeah, I was both wrong on both of them. So, well, uh, the Kevin yeah. Holland fight, that other one, like, like, I don't know if uh, <laughs> the matchmaker was just, just trying to, like, you know, all right, let's get, let's pick guys that are on their way out versus like up and coming studs. And, even though Kevin Holland's had like 13 fights, I feel like he's still up and coming for some reason. Because maybe yeah. because you feel like he's still growing as a fighter. Yeah, and it was just evident right away that Tim Means was not going to win that fight. Um, I wanted Tim Means to win that fight, but he 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 got hurt, and then he went in for wrestling, which he said he was going to do, and then he got darsed. Uh, and Kevin Holland, what is first of all before the fight, the night before, he stopped someone from robbing makeup. Like, where is he going? He must have a friend who's a cop because they're saying he's Batman at night. But OK, right. he like, OK, he, the, the, the shooting, right? Someone was going to shoot like 40 people and he stopped that person. Then somebody was trapped under their truck and he lifted up the truck or somehow or got a bunch of people to escape. And now it's been a tiny truck. <laughs> and now people are stealing makeup. Like, either he knows like either the guy's an undercover cop or he knows someone who's a cop. Or he's got one of those police things, but like everywhere he goes, there's a crime being committed. Uh, oh, yes, but I think we got to give him credit for indiscriminately stopping crime. <laughs> he doesn't save it for the big ones. Oh no, he'll stop that makeup robbery. 
<laughs> like, incrementally, like maybe the one the saving the stopping the shooter was like, okay, that was risking a lot. I'm gonna let me see. Uh, okay, I get the, the car. Let me try. Yeah, that almost threw my back out. You know what? Let me just stop a makeup lamborghini next time. <laughs> like, you got to think, man, that somebody like uh, somebody like that he eventually is gonna become a suspect. Like uh, you remember Angela Lansbury <laughs> on Murder She Wrote? Like every town she went to, someone got killed. And I was like, she writes yeah. about murder, but they never suspected her. Like, you know, like, it's like this lady just keeps showing up and people show up dead, but nobody ever suspects her. It's like Vince Chan. If, if he was, like, calling his friends <laughs> up and he's like, yo, let's let's rob something. And then he just, like, like, turns on him halfway through. And he's like, I solved the robbery. Like, he's setting people up to fucking, like, hey, take this and run. And then he tackles them. <laughs> uh, but there's something weird going on. Joaquin Buckley bought this guy. Uh, well, meth is a hell of a drug. Uh, Joaquin Buckley is like, he's a, he, so he wants to fight Holland and I can't wait for that fight because this guy Buckley, he's the guy that did that crazy kick and he fought this yeah. other guy that like people were saying was the next big thing. And Joaquin Buckley is, is a monster. I, I mean, the guy, uh, Sean just left. I think he went to go throw up, but uh, that guy's going to be hard to beat. I mean, I think wrestling, as long as he stays away from wrestlers, both him and uh, both him and, uh, Holland. It seems like that's the one thing that wrestling is a thing that kind of could maybe, but they looked amazing. What did you think about Buckley? Dude, dude, first of all, the guy so much, and they're gonna you. He's one of those guys that's so massive, mus, muscularly massive that you're like, it, this has got to affect his cardio. But it did, through two rounds, he seemed totally fine. Yeah, yeah. So that didn't seem to be the case. And they were talking about the backstory with these two dudes. Apparently, they used to train with each other, and this guy Durayev or Durayev. Was said that he wanted this because he knew he could go right through him and move on to the next guy. And I was like, oh, I think Buckley heard that because yeah, he I did. mean he was hitting him with with anger. He was hitting him with like with revenge. With like, I'll show you to say that. And I mean, I could feel it when he smacked him. I was like, ah, well, I feel like a lot of guys don't go that hard in, in training. I know, like Kelvin right. Gastelum was like notorious for like. You know, you just you're just a lot of guys just trying to learn the techniques or they're just, you know, they're just not going 100 percent. They don't feel well. They got this in their mind when I get through it. So I think it's giving their training, training partners a false sense of uh, security. Yeah, of what they can do. Yeah, because oh, he came that. out and he showed him what's up. And Buckley's one of those guys because he can be exciting that you worry that it's going to, you know, he's flashing the pan. It's, you know, one hit wonder type stuff. But he seems to be getting better and better. He Like Holland, they seem to be growing, getting, learning uh, uh, more all-around game and are getting more dangerous with every fight. That's that's what it seems like. I, I'm interested to see how long this holds up. Like you said, we got to see him go against a real grappler and see if he can pull it off. Uh, okay. Cool. Uh, so here we go. So McCorkle's sick or what? I don't know. What happened to McCorkle? Um, oh, I thought that's what you were looking at. It was like a text from him or something. No, a text from uh, UFC about the special... Um, so, uh, all right. What were we talking about? It was all good. About the one you just shot or about shooting another one? About the one I just did about just, the the color. Oh, right on. Or a correction or something. Um, but who else? Cause then my phone, my phone just, I don't know. Does your phone do this? Like literally my notes will just go away and then I have to restart my whole phone. Yeah. Does that, does your phone do that? No. My notes just disappear. All of them. And then I have, and then I restart my phone and then it comes back. Oh, but that's oh, the worst maybe. when I'm on stage looking at my notes at like a clean show. And all of a sudden I'm like, uh, my jokes are gone and I have to restart my phone. So I'm like kind of stalling. Oh, during that. Wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
by the way, uh, what year? What, which one do you have? Which phone do you have? I have the newest one. By the way, um, uh, Mayhem Miller update. Uh, I, I spoke to Mayhem. Oh, I was, great. I was with Camilla at the haha, and he called her. He was really excited to talk to me. And uh, he was like, he got teary, teary dies. So Camilla said, he sounds great. He, whenever he's in jail, I hate to say it, he sounds amazing. What, uh, I don't know if it's a combination of him not being on stuff when he's on jail and whatever they have him on is the right stuff. But of course, but he, I was telling him an update about all the fights and yada, yada. And he, they're transferring him to another jail to like a hardcore one up state. He's looking at a couple of years. Um, and uh, I know he's, I know they're trying to get him a job as a fireman in the jail. Okay. I guess uh, you could be a fireman in jail and then you get like, like twice as many uh, time served. Like a counselor. Sounds great. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'd be a great fireman. Um, Fuck yeah. As long as he's not starting the fires. And then- I was going to say, I was going to say, I mean, he's starting them. You might as well put them out, you know? Uh, but I asked him about that. He says, but he was, he was being funny. He, I mean, he seemed like he was in good spirits. He was laughing. It was like, he was, he was laughing. At Do life. you think being nicknamed Mayhem contributed to his lifestyle or do you think it doesn't matter? He would have, he would have been Mayhem anyway. How many, how many days do you got for me to talk about this? <laughs> you could do a college, a college thesis on, uh, on this. Yeah. Man. He was laughing really hard when I told him that BJ Penn was running for governor. Uh, of Hawaii, and he said he wants to run when he gets out. So he's like, "Fuck it, I'll run too." Ah. <laughs> I told sure. I told Chuck Why that. Not? I told Chuck that. Remember when Tito ran and won? Yeah. And then he like got kicked. And then off. he quit like after two weeks or something. I think he was like collecting unemployment while he was still the like the governor or something. But yeah. I, and then also he or he was collecting like government assistance, but he also wouldn't wear a mask at meetings. And stuff and that, that <laughs> it was like mid-pandemic and yada yada but I, I told chuck liddell when i saw him I'm like chuck you should run against tito and he and his eyes lit up and he's like you know i think i would beat him i mean how funny would that be if him and chuck him and tito were running against each other <laughs> for like him, against cejudo no no chuck liddell against tito oh against tito yeah matt i told uh- that oh would have been God. well. I mean, it would be awesome. It could be sponsored by Bellator because <laughs> they're so old. This is the matchup they've been looking. I mean, it's like a real live Cobra Kai kind of thing where they just keep fighting. They like at every age, Daniel and John. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just keep fighting each other over and over and over again. Exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, I know, I know, I know. BJ Penn had. I know he got endorsed by Tito. He also got endorsed by what's her name. Um, the girl from Hawaii who like almost was the president, but by. Oh, Gabby something. Yeah. 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 She endorsed Tito. I mean, uh, BJ Penn. So. Well, he is, I mean, he's a huge, but I mean, Oh my God. It's going to go around <laughs> fighting everybody in their, in their state house of representatives. <laughs> I mean, cause that's the other thing. Hasn't he been like arrested three times for bar fights? I and, mean, yeah, like the, he's had, he's had a rough go. I, I think this is good for him because it's keeping him away from like alcohol and drugs. Or okay. You know why? Okay. Government shouldn't be, you know, the career you choose to stay out of trouble. Okay. <laughs> if that, I mean, 
You're sorry. That can't be a lifeguard. No, no, I don't want lifeguards on drugs. And, and I think that's all. Awesome. I don't want a running government deciding where the tax dollars go and everything. No, 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 no. You need something to keep you sober. Dude, being he was crossing trouble, And then he started, he ran for governor and he's been clean and sober. I'm pretty sure. So I think that's, I think that's good. I mean, just have him keep running for shit. I care about the guy. Um, yeah, he's going to go crazy. If he doesn't win, then he's going to be like, fuck it, man. <laughs> you know, it's going to be fucking bananas time. Oh, boy. I don't know about all this. This is American politics now. DJ Ben. That's it. I'm running for president, Kelsey Gabbard. Kelsey Gabbard was endorsing. Kelsey Gabbard. That's her name. Kelsey. Yeah, but I think... I, I'm not sure. I think he's like into some weird conspiracies. I, I have to check out BJ Penn's. Uh... Everybody is. Everybody is. Nobody trusts any news anymore. It, it, it's funny the way it has become easier to just believe the craziest conspiracy over anything that you. And they're probably both wrong. They're both yeah. lies. Yeah. They're just of different varieties. And I don't blame anybody for that. I get it. We've all learned that the news is so slanted. I don't care which version of it you're watching. So nobody trusts nothing anymore. They'd rather just believe this wild conspiracy shit, which may ultimately prove to be more true than false anyway. So I don't know. If you've been following the whole uh, Joe Biden's daughter's diaries that got that he that uh, see it's, it's scary. It's a scary oh. So I guess Joe Biden his his di- his daughter had a diary and was like allegedly saying like that he was showering with her until she was like older and, and then she became a sex addict and a drug addict and all this other shit. And the, the girl left the diary at like the rehab she was at in like 2020. So, so Biden had like the CIA basically and the FBI come in and take the diary from wherever it was uh, from whoever had somebody took it and sold it. And they like, so now uh, if that's true, if he was showering with his daughter and she was, it's bad. This is all from, I was up, this is on Tucker on Friday night. Uh, oh, well, then it's definitely true. Um, but you know what? I, I hate to say it, but Biden's, the, if there were an emoji for his entire presidency, it'd be that one where you're smacking yourself. Like, yeah, like this guy. I mean, you know, I hate to say it. Elon Musk got it right when he said, you know, people didn't elect him to change things. They just elected him for less drama. And that's, I mean. I honestly like Mark Cuban. If Mark Cuban runs, do you see what Mark Cuban did? He put these drugs, he put these drugs on his website, right? That they were charging ten thousand dollars for these drugs for forty dollars. Like, people and people are just on Twitter saying this guy saved my life, like making drugs affordable. Uh, like, like fucking, that's pretty cool. I, that's I pretty amazing. It's how it was. It the insulin drug or is it what? Is, I mean, something. It was some kind of crazy drug that people are charging ten thousand dollars for. That he was charging forty dollars. I mean, whoever's, whoever's well, isn't that what isn't that what PharmaPro did? He, there was an AIDS drug that they were selling for a certain amount. He realized it's the only one of its kind, so he, he bought the patent yeah, on it. Do, and yeah, he went the other and way. Jacked it ten thousand times, exactly. right? But, but Mark Cuban did the opposite, right? But that's that's pretty damn cool, you know. Yeah, it's pretty so, amazing. Uh, anyway, Phil uh, Phil Hawes versus. Uh, uh, man, that was crazy. Did you watch that fight when he when he got into? The- I didn't. That one that one was in the prelims. I didn't watch the prelims. All right. So, all right. So what happened was Phil Hawes fought Darren Wynn. Phil Hawes is a stud and, and he, he kicked the crap out of Darren Wynn, who's looks like a mini Cormier. He actually coaches at the end of Cormier. They're good friends. They look alike. They're both wrestlers, both studs, yada, yada. At the end, yeah. at the end, the guy got into Cormier's face. He goes, you've been on the wrong guy when he was trying to interview him. 
And they almost had to kind of get broken up. Like, like Cormier and Phil Haas. Yeah, it got like, and then, then the guy finally kind of calmed down, you know? But it was like, like, because Cormier was like, I'm not Darren Wynn. Like, basically, like, I'll, like, like, you don't want a piece of this. I'll take you down. Right, exactly. I'll hurt you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it got, it got kind of, it got ugly. I mean, it got ugly at the same time. It was entertaining as hell. Yeah, let me see. Do if I have a video of it? Can you show it? Yeah, I'd love to yeah, see that. Because I'll, I'll also say this. When I watch you fights, I tend to not watch the interviews. Well, he put his finger in his face, too. Oh, wow, this is intense. Although this is what happens when you have other fighters interviewing fighters. There's got to be some bad beef in there somewhere. So, I mean, some bad blood in there occasionally. I'm just surprised they didn't see this coming. What happened? Your, your party girls? You're going to start going to Starbucks? Okay, have a good time. Love you. Bye. Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> so my daughter says they're party girls and they're going to go to Starbucks. So, well, that's where it starts. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> so, so, yeah, so yeah, Phil Hawes, uh, that was, um, that was crazy. Uh, and then I felt bad for Julian Marquez because he, he's a monster, he's a beast, but he ran into that yeah. dude, Greg Rodriguez, just put it on him. But it, it was almost, he kept coming back, uh, Marquez. Like, yeah. That fight could have but, but I mean, he kept coming back from the grave. <laughs> Fucking Rodriguez was knocking him out. And then somehow, miraculously, that zombie training of just keep fighting would kick in. That He was out on his feet at least three times in that fight. I mean, Rodriguez murked this dude. I, I, I mean, believe it. I, I, I text him like, dude, you are the toughest human being. I mean, he just kept coming back. It would, it I'm was, pretty sure that beard has got some kind of like cushiony filler in it. That was the only thing keeping him from going out completely because he took some shots. It was and almost I mean, like laughable. Like he, it was almost like laughable. Yeah. It was and almost, looked like he was out and then somehow would miraculously stay awake. I, I, like three times. It yeah. was crazy. That Rodriguez guy. He's something else, but let me tell you something. I, 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 every now and again, you see someone that you're like, that's the future. I remember feeling yeah. that way about Joanna Jajunshek. Remember, I was on that. I was with uh, Curtis Blades. Every now and again, you see somebody, you're like, this guy's special. And Adrian Yanez is fucking special. Bantamweight division needs to watch out for this kid. Because he is, he's got it all, man. And he doesn't, he's one of those guys that doesn't look like it. He doesn't look like his legs are very strong. He doesn't look like his upper body is that defined. But this kid can fucking fight, man. I mean, I was like, whoa, you better watch. Poor Tony Kelly, man. He ran into a buzzsaw. Yeah, and the thing about Tony was he missed weight by two and a half pounds. And people were already mad at him before that because he's the one whose boyfriends are Andrea Lee. Uh, that said, right, right. Uh, he said the Brazilians are all dirty cheaters or something, and then like that, people were really pissing him about that. So he was already like the bad guy, and he fought a guy in Texas. And then you know, I Tony Kelly's been on my show. He's a nice, he's a good dude. Like I, he just yeah. sort of like 
I think he said the wrong thing when he was the heat moment. He could have phrased it better, yada, 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 you know, but man, and he should, and he should have made weight as well. Um, I think people are mad at Andrea Lee because her ex-boyfriend was fucking the worst ever, but uh, man, that, that was rough. That was rough for Tony. Uh, but you're right. I mean, this dude, Yanez is going to be a problem. I, he is. I haven't seen him fight a wrestler wrestler yet. Uh, Cause it seems like everybody that fights him just wants to go toe to toe. And that's the way you're not going to beat this guy. This it's a big mistake going toe to toe with this kid. What hands, speed, power, surprising power. I think that's what surprises everybody. You just don't think he's going to hit you that hard. But he shook Tony Kelly right out the gate. No, you're 100%. I mean, and it, it was wonderful. I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this kid goes. So, um, and then Roman Dolas, who was supposed to, uh, he lost to Kyle Daukas, who was a huge underdog as well. This Dude, Daukas, wasn't, da- I mean, Daukas was like t- towards the top of the cards. What, like a couple I months think, ago, it seems like, and he just I, had I, this fall. Brother. You think that's his brother? Oh, a- okay, okay. Because I also was like, and I thought he was a heavyweight. He was. Or he a was. light heavy. Yeah, okay. So there is a different Doc. That's why I thought of like, what the fuck happened with this guy? Okay, so that's his brother. His brother is the oh. one who was the cop, who I think he lost to yes. the Black Beast. Um, yeah. But he won a bunch of them in a row. Yeah, that was yeah, 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 yeah. But this kid's good too, but he overlooked this dude, uh, Roman Dolos, whatever his name is. That dude's a monster. The car was great. The car was great. Uh, super excited. This week also, um, by the way, coming up, you know, PFL. I don't know how the PFL is making any money. I, I, I enjoy watching the PFL, but not only did that, did that tell you like, when it is they don't even tell you like the date it goes sometimes it's thursdays it used to be wednesdays now it's fridays uh yeah listen i i i clicked on the list on my dvr and there were pfl fights and i'm like oh i didn't even know there were gonna be any on i, I didn't think they were broadcast it's on ESPN. so i guess they were on espn yeah but why would an espn during a ufc telecast play a pfl thing like yeah i know it's a different but it's, it's, I know it's, it's the same. It's the same network. Uh, you know, I don't know if the UFC has some kind of thing where we can only play. You, you can't. But I remember back in the day, they used to play Bellator commercials during UFC stuff. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure they probably ended that business. I mean, d- UFC's got a pretty tight grip on their product, so yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty have, sure there was something in the fine print that was like, oh, and by the way, you can't mention any other fight leagues during our shit. But they're never going neck and neck, though. That's the thing. They're never yeah. going like head to head. So I don't understand. It, it really makes no sense. But uh, anyway, so PFL this Friday night, as well as Bellator this Friday night. It's also my anniversary, five-year wedding anniversary. So oh, I'm, congrats. I'm not going to be watching any of those. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, my wife you'll be me. somewhere you'll be somewhere thinking about them and your wife going what are you thinking about right now you're not watching the fights and you're gonna be like well i'm here i'm here i'm here with you i'm here we have the violin playing it's beautiful dude that happened like we, we had we had date night last week and it was she's like i got a date night for thursday night at joey's restaurant great but it was like right game six of the nba oh <laughs> kick so, to the nuts on that one that was a great game too. i was i was listening to it like on the way to the restaurant in the which of course my you know i'm on the radio and uh but luckily it ended right but then the restaurant she picked had the game so we, we actually left the left the restaurant because people are going fucking bananas and it was she wanted the game and she wanted this nice you know 
Yeah. Couldn't even talk. You know, like we're trying to talk and people are running around yelling Golden State, yada, yada. So we left, went to a different restaurant that didn't have the game. That's um, hysterical. You're like, no, I like this restaurant. It's fine. That's no, fine. I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what's happening. So this Friday night um, in Atlanta, Georgia, it's Anthony Pettis versus Stevie Ray. Uh, it should be a good fight. Pettis, uh, you know, won his first PFL thing. He needs to make one to get into the playoffs. Uh, Bruno Capaloza, who's fighting Matthew Scaffold. Chris Wade from Long Island, good dude, hot chick, fighting Kyle Boschnack, also a tough guy. Uh, that should be good. What? Good dude, hot chick. <laughs> uh, Bubba Jenkins is on this card. Finally, uh, let's see some Bubba J. So it's Friday night. I, I, I can make a point to, I, I, I don't know, record it or look for it on ESPN Plus. I don't know. I've got it all. So uh, Bubba won his first fight. Now yeah, I saw that. Fighting a guy named Saba Balagi. Um, Saba Balagi. Where, where? I mean, I'm, I'm on their site. It's like they have all these videos, but I'm like, where can I just see the the list of the fights? It's like I don't. I'm on MMA Junkie to look up upcoming fights. Lance. Oh, Paul okay. I, I go. I stupidly go to their uh, to their site to the yeah, no, PFL would, MMA. Yeah. Well, why would they have that? Um, Boston Salmon is fighting Brandon Lonani, who's actually a really good fight from England. Um, yeah, it's uh, Boston Salmon is the guy that told you that like when I he he was a, working as like a car valet, and then he he like, let me in free, and he goes, "It's an honor, MMA roasting." I go, "Oh, nice to meet you." He goes, "One day you're gonna roast me," and then he made the UFC. The guy named Boston Sa- my name is Boston Salmon. I'm like, I'm never gonna forget that. Um, nice. Yeah, he's had a tough time so far in the UFC. He got cut by the UFC. But now he's in the PFL and hopefully. Oh, okay, uh, is he on this? Is he on this card? He's on the card. I don't know if he's in the tournament though. He might be an alternate. I'm not. I'm not really sure. Uh, Musa- and then Bellator Musasi versus Johnny Evelyn, who's 11 and 0. This dude's good, um, but Musasi is a fucking monster. Um, and what he did to you see what he did to what's his boyfriend uh, when he fought uh, Austin Vanderford. Mm-mm. It was ugly, bro. I was Paige Van Zandt's boyfriend. I was rooting, yeah. I was rooting for him, and it, it was it was not even close. He just ran. He, you know, he's one of those guys. I, I, okay, do you think the the PVZ relationship made him a better, worse, or worse fighter, or no effect at all? I mean, he was a tough college wrestler. He was like eight and zero when they started dating, and he's a strong dude from Oregon. I don't think he would have got the title fight. Uh, being 11 and 0 in Bellator, but it's a very thin division. Um, yeah. And it's also, you got a guy like Musasi, who, you know, could be, could, is like one of the, like he, in the UFC, he was killing everybody or most people. I, I think yeah. he didn't like his contract. Like he never really got like wrecked. Musasi is a, a monster. So it's just a matter of like, like a Johnny Eblen, the guy Musasi is fighting, him versus yeah, Eblen. That would have been a good fight, I think. But it's like you're fighting this guy who's one of the best in the world at his weight class who just shouldn't be in Bellator right now. But he just didn't like his contracts in the UFC and yada, yada. And so I mean, you can't blame a guy for chasing the money. If they're going to offer you more money somewhere else, I mean, no, the prestige all. of the UFC is fantastic. But if you, I mean, if the money, I mean, especially when you look at PFL and there's a million dollars on the line, I mean, that's, that's life-changing money. I mean, even though it's, you can't live on it the rest of your life, it can at least change your life right now. You know, Especially for a guy like Musashi, though, who's like very quiet, you know, like he's a, he, he's not like 
like like the fighter like the real fans love him okay so like yeah he, he yeah he lost to uriah hall in 2015 but then he beat palace latis he beat tiago santos he knocked out vitor belfort he knocked out uriah hall he beat chris weidman he beat shevchenko he beat cavajo he beat rory mcdonald I mean, the guys he's beat. Jesus, <laughs> man, that Jesus, is you know, that's, that me. is a murderer's row. I mean, that feels like you should have title shots, you know? Like that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like it, it, he somehow got lost in the mix. And this is Musasi? Yeah, this is Musasi. Well, I mean, he is the champion at Bellator. So, I mean, you know, but, it's but not people, like he's, right, but people aren't talking about him. You know, I mean, and no, not at all. Whereas this other guy, Johnny Evelyn, who I know is a tough guy. But he beat John Salter. He beat Colin Hawkbody, Travis Davis. I mean, th- this is not Rory McDonald. Nobody's. And you're nobody's. Right you know, it's just not. No, uh, yeah, that's that's an impressive list of names to put down, man. That really is. You got to give this guy credit. So hopefully he's getting then, paid. You know. Yeah. Also on this card is uh, Denny Sabatello, who won his fight and was talking all kinds of shit. His funny kid against Higo. That should be a good fight. Uh, like Magomed Magomedov versus Enrique Brazil. That's a good fight. Katz and Ganu versus Pam Sorensen's on the undercard. That's what I'm saying. It's like you have a girl like Katz and Ganu that everyone knows in MMA. Everyone knows yeah. Katz and Ganu. She's uh she's 12 and four, and she's lo- she's on a she's lost to Megan Anderson by her eye. She hasn't lost in, in four years. Okay, she's won two in a row. She doesn't. He's winning sweep. Whatever. You got her, and again, and you're putting her on the undercard. You got a guy Cody Law who's six and zero. Oh, all-American. They were saying he's the next big thing. He's like the third round up. Um, it, it makes no sense the way they're doing the shit. Like, they just... Uh, let, let me do the fucking order, okay? Um, you know, Magomed, Magomedov. Oh, well, that's a, I mean, Brennan Ward versus Cassius Kane. That, that's a good fight, but just, you know, I don't know. So then... Uh, the Anthony to- Pettis thing, though, is, 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 he's one of those guys, you see him over there and you're like, no, he's what are you PFL, doing though. over here? No, he's in the PFL. Oh, right. In P- right. That's what I meant. In PFL. You see him over there and you're like, what? Weren't you just, how did you win in this? Yeah, because he was like, losing a lot, though. He was, he, he was getting fucked up. I think he was like, he's smart. He's like, listen, I can make a million dollars and fight easier guys. Or yeah, that must be it. Because I, I, if he doesn't, if he doesn't win the million bucks, it'll, uh, that'll be shocking. That would actually be shocking. He didn't last year. Last year, he went 0 2 in the PFL. He must not have been taking it seriously or something because he should he should march right through that shit. He should no, be a hot knife through butter on that. That's what happened last year. He went. He 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 was basically like, yeah, I'm gonna kill these guys. But then this year, I think it's different. He's like, yeah, you know, the wake up call. Um, so in the UFC, oh, this geez, year, geez. UFC, it's uh Matus Gamrat who's twenty and one against Armand Sarukian. Uh, good work on that boy, both of those. Because I was looking at him like, I don't, I don't know them, I wouldn't know how to pronounce them. This These is one are, of the uh, that, like n- most people are gonna not know who the fuck these guys are, but yeah, fight, fight fans, I mean, are gonna be like, holy shit. I mean, this dude, let's the one guy, Gamrot, he he uh, he TKO'd Diego Ferreira, he fucked up Jeremy Stevens in one minute. He knocked out uh, Scott Holtzman, who was a fucking tough out. Uh, he he knocked out Norman Park. Uh, this is all in the last two years. Um, so I mean that's impressive as hell. Those are those so guys. these guys are on the come up. It's time to learn their names. Armand Sukrian, uh, 
knocked out his last two guys, Joe Alvarez. He knocked out Christos Chiagos, a good fighter. Um, he, he his loss, his last loss came to Islam Makayev, which was in three years ago. A lot of guys' last loss came to Israel, Israel Makayev. Yeah, um, so that's a good fight, you know. I mean, or Islam, did I say Israel? He probably wouldn't like that. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, or maybe he would, maybe he'd love it. I'm pretty curious as to what, uh, what, what the numbers are going to be, you know, it's in because it's in Vegas at the apex, and I guess yeah. also, you know, at the apex. They don't have to worry about the gate at all. You know, yeah, no, I mean? it's just, that's what I'm saying. That's where, well, the Apex is what really, that, that's what really has made it possible for them to just do them every single week. Yeah. Right. And one would say there's uh, clearly enough fighters, but at the same time, I mean, you are seeing a lot of names you don't know, you know, but it does make for some exciting ass fights by the same token. If you can't get in the UFC, it's never been a wider gate than it's ever been now. So if yes. you can't get in now, what are you doing? Do you do you need, are you ready to be a professional fighter? Because so Neil Magny's on this card. Neil Magny's going to fight it. anybody. He's a guy who he's in, he was in the army. He's a fucking great guy, married guy. He's a father. He's a new kid. He's fighting. He's going to have to change his name legally to Journeyman. <laughs> no, come on. He's literally fighting a guy that nobody wants to fight. This guy is fifteen and zero. He's from Kazakhstan. Uh, he's knocking out everybody or, or submitting them. This dude is a fucking monster. Shavkat Rachmanov. Rachmanov. I remember we watched him fight a couple weeks ago and uh, people were yeah. like, oh my God. I hope Neil Magny wins. I, I like Neil Magny, but man, the ball's on this dude. Holy shit. He's just like, he's one of those guys that like goes for the hottest girl in the room. He's like, fuck it. If I win, I get to fuck the hottest girl in the room. <laughs> Listen, it's not a bad strategy. I know I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> I did, um, and it worked. And it works more often than you think. And then um, uh, also, fifteen and oh, this dude. Yeah, he's 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 dangerous. You know, Magny's got coming off a win, which you never know what he's coming off of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very. He's a very interesting fighter. He's, yeah, he's, he's I mean, that's what I mean by journeyman because he, he he seems to fight all the time. And at various levels, I mean, here he is, the second card uh, on a UFC fight night that's in the afternoon. You know, some, you know, six months from now, he might be the main event uh, on a on a pay per view. No, this is I seven mean, o'clock. It starts at seven. Seven. Starts at seven. O'clock. Started ten Eastern. Oh, maybe the undercard starts at three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then also we got also on the card uh, Nate Maynus. Uh, Chris Curtis is a fucking great guy. TJ Brown's a dude that I knew from Arkansas. I came to my show with like his whole team. Cody Durden, he's the guy that's remember after he 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 beat a he beat a Chinese guy and he goes, I'll send him back to China. And everyone got really fucking mad at him. <laughs> and then and then he got knocked out by a guy from uh, I don't know, Dagas, some fucking monster from over there, Dagestan or something. And he got knocked out like early by like a flying knee. And that took him out. So he's fighting this guy, JP Buys, who's a nice guy that was married to Cheyenne, this hot fighter. And then they got divorced because I think she left him for a training part. I don't know what. It was fucking ugly. It got really ugly. So these two guys are fighting each other. Um, Brian Kelleher, who's a pretty good battle rapper. I'm not kidding. I've heard him rap. Uh, he He's fighting Mario. Well, it's a, and listen, if you want a safe fallback career, Battle rappers, 
He's like, he's like, where can I take the biggest risks? Fighting and rapping. Perfect. I'll do both. Yeah. I mean, um, and then uh, Jin Yu Free, who's like, uh, she like, she's like builds rockets or something. She's one of these, like the most smartest chick, half Korean, gorgeous, nerdy. She's fighting Vanessa Demopoulos, who used to be a stripper, but she was like a, she's like a, a pretty successful stripper. She wrote a book called The Stripper Bible. And oh, okay. Yeah, that was her, huh? Yeah, she's the one that hopped in Joe Rogan's arms, remember, after she won? Like, she literally just hopped in his arms. And he okay. was like, okay. I don't remember that, but okay. <laughs> so uh, this, this should be a good fight. Uh, the girl, um, one fight she had, she just did a cartwheel for no reason. And the other girl got pissed. Like, they're in the middle of a fight. She, the one, <laughs> she just does a cartwheel. And the other girl looks at her like, okay like <laughs> yeah like cool uh what are we doing here <laughs> so this should be this this is the first fight on the card uh i wish this was the last one to be honest um this is going to be a fun fight hold on by the way the world has been waiting for some Well, she seems incredibly stable. You look very happy. You deserve Watch this. It. Please enjoy it. Congrats. All your hard work. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that girl's, I want to party with that girl. I'm not lying. Dude, that, girl knows, that girl knows how to have a good time right there. I'll tell you. And, this, and also, I find, I've been wanting someone who can bring stripping and the Bible together. So <laughs> finally, yeah, I might someone, go someone found uh, a way to put those two words in the same sentence. Oh my God. Uh, that wasn't one of condemnation. So good for her. Oh my God. I mean, how, how funny was that? I mean, Rogan, you can tell it was just like, not about that though. So well, she's also probably a little sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't think they can. I'm always amazed that once his name gets up there and puts his hands on their sweaty shoulders and shit. I'm like, ugh, I wouldn't want to touch him right now. But okay. Yeah, no, he was just like, uh, hold on, let me see if I can find the uh, the Cody back to China. Can you find us a video of Jin Yu Fry? Because uh, she she looks uh, a picture of her intense. No, no, like a video. What's uh, you know? Oh, has she done anything fun or? Uh, she's. She's very much a picture of her doing math. Like she's building the <laughs> rockets like this. And it's like they, the other girls are jumping in Joe Rogan's arms. Like, okay. Yeah, this is uh hold on. Let me see if I can find you. I'll have to look up some of her fights. I want to see her. Because I mean, she looks intense from yeah. the UFC picture. This is her. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's intense. Look at this. Oh, you better watch out. Yeah. She's yeah, no, she's got them arms, bro. You can see it now. The other thing uh, um, about these ladies is uh, I feel like they're going to have very different styles in the staff. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, this is, yeah, and then this is the other girl. Hold on. She's, she's yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, praise Jesus. I think, uh, that's what that brings to mind. Uh, yeah, and now here she is, like, I guess she's, like, teaching people also, like, and there goes the poll. <laughs> Where was that in the Bible? Thou shalt not have more than one person on the poll at a time. Oh, God. This is, yeah, come on. All right. Well, Greg, where are you going to be? What do you got? 
Uh, July 1st and 2nd, I will be at Stir Crazy Comedy Club in uh, technically Glendale, Arizona, right outside of Phoenix. So anybody from the Phoenix area, be sure and get your tickets because those shows will sell out. Uh, and I've just been having murderously good shows. I've been really enjoying the process. I've just been improvising like crazy. Uh, it's really been a wild ride since uh, since I've gotten myself into a better place So uh, physically. So it's been a lot of fun, man. I've been having a really great time. All right. Well, thank you, Greg. You're the best. I love you, man. You too, yeah. brother. Uh, we'll talk maybe, maybe you want to come by the dining tomorrow night? Let me know. I will. I'll come by. Let's do it. All right. Take care.